and welcome to another episode of Over the Curve podcast, a Formula One podcast for fans old and new by Formula One fans old and new. Joining me today for this amazing USGP discussion is uh, Over the Curve's very own F1 historian, Honey Badger. <laughs> Honey Badger, hello. what's up? Hello, hello, hello everyone. <laughs> we had an amazing GP this weekend. I cannot wait to talk about it. Same, same. I don't mind US having like a bajillion races if every race is like this like i don't mind have every single race in the u.s just do it on a good track don't give us miami this is such a good <laughs> race this is such yes, a good yes, race yes. okay i think it, this should be the best usgp the quota uh, uh, race so far yes I think. in 2015 i guess there was a kind of exciting race but that was that was mostly between hamilton and uh Nico. yeah yeah but uh, this has to be the most eventful quota race so far yeah yeah it was uh, it was so much fun but okay before we before we get to the race uh st bestie out in q1 oh sad carlos signs pull oh yay okay let's talk about this before going to the race discussion i just want to tell one point how ecstatic signs was after knowing that he was on pole he was so confident while uh, driving that uh, hot lap after yeah. you, did you listen to his radio after yeah, the yeah, yeah. he was lap? like i knew, I it, knew guys. it i knew it i knew it <laughs> My God, I was so happy for Carlos and I was like, okay, maybe, maybe we are going to have a good fight for the win between, uh, you know, a Ferrari, a Red Bull and a Mercedes, but... <laughs> then you remember this is 2022 season. Then I remember George Russell is also in a Mercedes. <laughs> and driving so blindly that I cannot. Oh, I cannot. How the tables have turned from like even when he like even in Singapore, the way he crashed into Mick, like it was like use your damn mirrors, dude. What are you doing? But yeah. The, the most fascinating thing about the Singapore crash is after crashing into Mick, he was he was the one complaining. Russell was the one complaining yeah. that uh, Mick is driving for his life. Yeah, I know. I know and he is he does not have a contract but yeah, but yeah. but apparently Mick Schumacher and Audi have had talks so you never but know Audi coming in 2026 right yeah yeah until maybe then... by that time uh, until then maybe he will uh, uh, also try to convince Sebastian Vettel to join him alongside like uh, a Vettel and a Schumacher Vettel and Schumacher for Audi in 2026 okay possible yeah 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 but I am all for it the main main question is what will Mick do until 2026 if he doesn't get a seat next year? I mean, he's a Schumacher. He can literally do anything when it comes to racing, you know. He can go to Le Mans or Endurance or whatever he wants to do. He's a Schumacher. Yeah. There's no there's no lack of opportunities for him. Yeah, yeah. So, um, but, but yeah, all German lineup for Audi and please Please, for the love of God, let it be Vettel and Mick. Oh my God, I am going to cry if that happens. Who is who is first in the race? If if ever Mick leaves to replace him, mm, last I heard it was Nico Hulkenberg. They are still considering Hulkenberg. Hey, listen, I will say this: Nico Hulkenberg is better to be in that house than Kevin Magnussen, though. Like, I don't want uh, Nico to replace Mick. I would much rather he replaces K, K- Mag. No, no, no. I want to see Kevin and. Uh... 
ఎవరి <laughs> like fernando alonso like people move on from these shit these <laughs> I I don't accept I don't accept these false allegations on Alonso. Alonso is a salty salty man. Come on. No. He is. He is. He is. No. He was even salty my... about the 2012 championship also. Now, did you hear that with uh, everything that happened with this uh, penalty thing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I remember <laughs> I saw that, but It's been 10 years. 10 years. We are 10 months into uh 2022 season where we've had a championship that was decided so controversially and they haven't changed it it's been 10 years fernando you did not win i was heartbroken for him of course i watched the race and uh, like i mean both the drivers drove their heart out and at the end of the day there can only be one winner but like move on it's okay you burnt all your bridges you can't go to a top team right now that's on you and so now you don't get to crib and talk about how unfair life has been to you i can't oh, <laughs> sometimes no. I can't I can't with Alonso Alonso fans come at me I don't care No 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 I don't accept all these No no Alonso Fernando is a salty Alonso. salty man Okay <laughs> He is he is he's still so salty about uh, hamilton and now apparently i find out that he's also salty about uh, the the 2012 championship results so you know he has every right to be salty but it's okay like i can understand if it was like you know if it was 2014 2015 i can still understand it's been 10 years 10 Manji, years it's, it's a waste of discussion with me i'll i'll i have a major fernando bias you know no, I understand I you have a Fernando bias but I'm just saying like if if it was just anybody else talking about anything else you would say like move on like it's not healthy for him as well like if if he's still thinking about shit that happened 10 15 years ago I feel sad for him like it's okay Fernando shit happened you can't change it I mean you obviously can't change it look if just anyone, be happy they if, change your P7 back like they at least reinstated his p7 bag be happy about that is the little things in life see the only thing i want to say is if there is someone who can talk all this shit and escape without getting any hate or you know <laughs> being trolled or you know i mean the level of uh, hate lewis gets comparatively it is fernando alonso he can say this all see, he he's like slatan of football dude he can say shit but everybody will praise him at the end of the day i mean uh, i understand you don't get the reference but okay no no it's not about the reference i yeah of course i don't get the reference but 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 i i see what you're saying but i'm at the end of all this discussion i'll just say alonso move on it's okay shit happened it's <laughs> it's happened now the, like that history is not going to change i'm just happy that his p7 got reinstated but we my god we have had a long as discussion about nothing that happened in usgp so let's start lights out away we go george russell locks up in the first corner 
Twitter and uh, has a has a contact with uh, Carlos Sainz and that Ferrari disintegrates. Was that like a very big crash by F1 standards? No, no, no. Yeah, because I was like, I I expected Carlos Sainz, like he said that he had a puncture. So I was like, okay, now he'll have to like go back to the pits, get on, get on a new set of maybe hearts or something. And then he's going to start his recovery drive. Uh, I was not expecting him to retire because of the damage to the radiator. Yeah, he hit him sideways, no? Yeah. So, so tell me this thing. Uh, what do you think of it? Is it a racing incident? Is it a Russell fault? Or is it science fault? What is it? Uh, I mean, it, it, it is Russell's fault. Um, I think that uh, he, he was in that uh, position. Like he, Russell got himself in a position where if anybody else um, made a mistake, there was nothing there was nothing but a collision that was going to happen because he locked up and he was uh, on the inside right ha huh, russell yeah, was yeah. on the inside and then carlos carlos also i think he had to change his direction as well and he came right in in front of George. So, I mean, I don't know, man. I'm here for FIA rants and uh, very <laughs> obvious uh, incidents. I don't give my views on controversial shit. We have you for that. So please don't <laughs> don't make me make controversial statements. <laughs> This is me saying everything that I've read on Twitter, and uh, yeah, I think it was it was more Russell's fault. Yeah, yeah. I even I think the same too. But uh, the situation is completely different. So yes, he went inside. He went in aggressively, but he wasn't expecting science to be there. Uh, to be frank, because so yeah. when you start when you clearly start the uh, see the start of the race, uh, Verstappen took the apex early, right? Yeah. And science was kind of trying to switch route. Yeah. And that is the reason why science came inside all of a sudden. Yeah. And Max being Max, uh, he he went deep into the corner. I mean, he hit the apex, but he went slightly out of the track and he tried to control the car and that made science to break the car a little bit. Yeah. If you clear, if you clearly see that there is a little bit of braking which affected ha- uh, Hamilton also, I guess, at the back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So had science gone outside like Verstappen, he would have been clear in that incident. But uh, as we, there is no control at that corner, obviously, when you're hitting apex that early, mm. uh, you're straight away going in. And I think Russell had an understeer also, I guess. He yeah, wasn't yeah, able to yeah. turn the car properly. Turn the car. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. So. So, five seconds is kind of justified, but it's not 100% Russell fault, I feel. Okay, so like that was my first. So, when I was watching in the dark of my room, because I had to pretend that I was sleeping, because next day was Diwali, (laughs) my mom would have killed me if she found out that I was up till... 2.30 2.30 in the morning but um, so I had to uh, watch the race on mute I could not make any noises or express my delight or my disappointment but my f- initial uh, my initial thought was that uh, you know science came out of nowhere when I went on Twitter everybody was like oh Russell Russell is this that I was like is it only Russell's fault maybe I don't know I'm not I listen I just go for the obvious incidents like I said so but my first thought was that that there was nowhere that Russell could have gone uh, yeah, yeah, yeah 100% yeah and like people um, mo- more intelligent and more into F1 than me have said that 
five seconds was not enough. He should have at least gotten a ten second. Mm, I oh, don't know. I think no. even Carlos Sainz, even Carlos Sainz, uh, in the media pen later said that it was a racing incident. Yeah, I, I kind so. of felt the same. But five seconds was not uh, deniable. I mean, you you feel yeah, yeah, like yeah. okay, they have given five seconds. Okay, that's okay. Seems yeah, yeah, yeah. okayish. But you cannot defend. Oh, how can he get five seconds? He should have gotten ten seconds. No. Yeah, yeah. I I think a penalty was deserved and I I was just happy that uh, they gave it during the race the FI gave it during the race. I was just happy about that. I was like, okay, at least you're doing something on time. <laughs> uh, they <laughs> will give the that. decision during the race for every other team than Red Bull, as we know. As we know. Yeah. yeah. So, okay, as everybody so, except FIA knows. Yes. It is becoming so apparent. But, but, but also, I want to talk about Perez's end plate now. So, <laughs> Checo, I think, had a contact with somebody. I don't know which driver exactly, but I think that end plate was was uh, hella loose like it was loose loose like they, that end plate was um, uh, the similar condition for which KMAG has gotten meatball flags three times yeah, yeah, in this yeah, season yeah. and I have heard a lot of people saying on Twitter that oh uh, that it it came off really quickly this that blah 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 his end plate uh, uh, kind of broke from his car in lap 6 lap 6 or lap seven around that time okay that is what i remember lap six so he gets into that contact on lap one his end plate is loose and he's allowed to drive for six laps and even in those six laps that end plate is loose of course and after that on that sixth lap it just breaks off which is also dangerous. I think it was a meatball flag for Checo as well. He should have come into the pits and has uh, should have had his nose changed. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And also, it was on the uh, DR straight, right? The yeah, yeah, yeah. The breaking was off. it. I okay. I think so. I mean, but Fernandes wherever it wherever it was, like my my point is this: if KMAG has gotten a meatball flag for a loose end plate three times this season, Checo should have too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hundred percent. Because if whenever FIA has to give a meatball flag to KMAG, their entire thing is, oh my god, this is so dangerous. I don't know. This is going to like be, I don't know what. And they always are like, no, he has to come in. He has to come in. But then why not? Like, an end plate is an end plate. It's going to do similar <laughs> harm. If it's Haas end plate or if it is a Red Bull end plate. I don't understand why he did not get a meatball flag. Like it was six laps when I was watching that race. I'm like, where is that black and orange flag? Yeah. If I are being blind once again. If I can but, you but... just hire more people? <laughs> just look at <laughs> just hire 20 people who look at 20 onboards. Can you just do that? Please. If you're not investing in technology, here. we don't do that here. <laughs> Oh my so God. keeping all these keeping all these danger issues aside, how Perez managed to drive that car for sixty laps? Is it? Yeah, he drove. He did not get his uh, front wing changed he even did when he pitted. Right? Changed the front wing. He, I mean, how did he have a good race even after that? How did he keep the uh, uh, temps in the tires? How did he? How does the? How does the car? How did the car handle that aerodynamic uh, defect? <laughs> it's mind-boggling to me it is it is like i mean checo did drive phenomenally but again like if if it was any other team i, I is it is it to do with the uh, the dominance that 
that Red Bull car is because I I don't think his speed was that affected. But to be fair, like his his teammate won with a seven eight second lead and he finished fourth. So maybe had he changed that uh, nose, he might have been able to do like a P two P three. You never know. But like hmm, maybe maybe. But anyway, Max finishes. Around seven eight seconds better than Perez every every race every other race. No no seven eight seconds was uh, his lead to Hamilton. Okay 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 Hamilton okay yeah Hamilton yeah, yeah, and Max yeah. are pretty close no. Yeah okay it was five seconds sorry five seconds and Max to Hamilton was around two three seconds. Yeah eight seconds yeah pretty fair I mean Max finishes with that much gap every race. to Paris. Yeah. But things would have been better if the end plate was there. That was all yeah, your point. I, yeah, I, I agree. I really think so and I don't know like did Red Bull not bring an extra front wing? Are they try, trying to portray themselves as this poor team who does not have the means to replace a front wing on their second car? I don't know. They were trying to stay in the cost cap maybe. Maybe this year. Maybe. This year is the year. <laughs> maybe. Uh <laughs> man the number of cost cap jokes that we can make. Ah. Uh. <laughs> but FIA again get your shit together give a meatball flag to Perez as well <sighs> yep yep okay what else happened it was a um, i think it was a pretty good race up until Bottas finished okay can we talk about this Aston Martin P3 and P5 Stroll was P3 P3 Stroll at one was, point yeah 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 but and everyone else pitted then right i don't think anybody pitted in the first uh first safety no, no, car no 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 they pitted they pitted they pitted they did? so yeah 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 uh, charles pitted charles got a free uh, free pit, pit stop, stop yeah. i think everybody else pitted before uh, yeah i remember everybody else pitted before charles got a free pit stop free because... pit stop yeah that yeah, so that's why stroll car. was stroll was in p3 and also at one point vettel was re- leading the race i know I know he has uh he has now led 303500 laps 3500 laps because of this US GP lead for some time oh my god yeah yeah better yeah. leading uh, why is he retiring but very sad he's going to finish on 299 restarts 299 restarts hey i mean Audi 2026. I still have hope. Shumi and uh, Shumi and Vettel. I don't think Vettel will come back. I don't think he wants to retire, man. It's just that Aston Martin is a shit. I think he's just tired of uh, driving that car. But I mean, clearly they are making progress. So I don't know. But he like Vettel, Alonso. These are the kind of drivers who will who will get an opportunity to come back anytime they want to because they are that great. Like I yeah, think even yeah, Lewis, e- even Lewis, if today he decides to retire and two years later he's like I want to come back, Lewis Hamilton hmm. is going to get his chance. Like a, a team would be happy, more than happy to have these people drive for their team. Yeah, yeah. If Kubica is getting back into F one, I mean, not that Kubica is not a great driver. He had a long gap. between the yeah uh, yeah yeah uh, restart and the last time he raced so if cubic size getting mad definitely hamilton vettel would be coming back if they are yeah. team to be looking look at the number of time alonso has come back yeah 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 twice now two times right no only once only once only once Okay, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ah, nice. Dude, I think Hamilton will race until fort until he's forty three or forty four. Maybe he retires at forty four. 
his car number. <laughs> Maybe. At 44 years of age, I'll retire my car number 44. How amazing yeah, is food what, that way? Uh, 30, he's 37 now, right? 38, I guess, no? Yeah, 37, 38. So yeah, another 5-6 years of Lewis Hamilton. Yeah, I mean, I don't mind. And he clearly told yesterday in the, the media Thursdays that he's not yeah. going to retire. That he's so. not going to, he's going to renew with the, with Mercedes. So yeah. Multi, uh, multi-year contract. Multi-year contract. Yeah. So no, no yeah. Mercedes seat for Daniel Ricciardo. <laughs> no Mercedes seat for Daniel Ricciardo, Esteban Ocon and Nick DeVries. And Nick DeVries. Nick, Nick has gone to now the Red Bull camp. He's driving for yeah. Alfa Tauri next year. So I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yeah. We'll see. We'll hmm. see. Okay. So Bottas DNF. Okay. Alfa Romeo. Get your shit together, man. What are you doing? <laughs> Wait. Bottas was the one who crashed along with uh, Perez, right? In the t- whole f- uh, inflate thing. Maybe. I don't know. I I don't remember who crashed with uh, the Sergio. Either it is Zoe or uh, Valtteri. No, I, no, no. Perez started, Perez started fourth. No, the end plate thing happened in the first lap. And Potas was like P10. And Zoe was P14. How will they crash with Sergio? I think it was Potas. But I'm not no, sure. No, like I think uh, if I just look at where everybody started, I would say it was uh, Lance Troll. <laughs> because just because it's landstroll <laughs> if i had to guess <laughs> who would have messed it up <laughs> i would say it was landstroll hey no it was valtry only yeah, i just looked it up on the internet so the first oh. article which comes up says sergio perez has labeled his first lap contact with valtry bottas as a massive shame after it uh, after it broke his front wing in the united states grand prix massive shame massive shame my god oh <laughs> where did he finish p p4 right p4 yeah p5 yeah. p4 massive shame oh. yeah massive shame massive should have shame. finished p2 <laughs> after winning the championship should have received a meatball flag and should have changed that front wing yeah massive shame yep 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 all right what else let's let's talk about the the the, the most horrific incident that happened in the usgp lance troll what is you like i think lance troll is just so fed up of driving in f one whenever he has his best starts in formula 1 he finds a way to he screw it up <laughs> he's like i want my exactly. dad to finally come yeah. out and say lance you're done because he does not have the guts to say it to his father that dad i don't want to do this i don't like racing anymore because i don't think a, even a rookie driver would do a mistake like that oh so you think lance was at fault there yeah he moved under braking right it is not under braking it was on the DRS straight. It was right? on the DRS straight, but it was not on uh, under braking. Under braking. Lewis Hamilton yeah. moved under braking. Oh. So when when Max was chasing, Lewis moved under braking. But this was fairly uh, far away from the braking zone, uh, Mansi. I think it was somewhere midway between the DRS zone. Okay, so but Fernando you don't Alon- think it was. You don't think it was uh, Lance's fault? I'll tell you once again. So, okay. the same thing like happened, uh, how it happened with Russell and uh, Sainz. 
both the drivers were not expecting uh, the things to happen so what happened was fernando was closing in right mm. stroll left the gap on the right i guess okay. okay and he thought fernando was going right and the moment alonso was closing in closing in closing in he alonso should have made a move like half a second or one second ago okay he should have gone either ways right okay when he, when he is not going either ways stroll tried to defend the inside line as he is approaching the braking zone okay at the same instance fernando moved right uh, i mean left left yeah, yeah yeah which made which made the collision happen this is what i think when i saw the replay uh, i mean i controversial think one i'm not <laughs> If it was Stroll's fault, Fernando would be fuming. No, he won't be. He's driving for the team next year. He's not going to sit there and say that to the, to uh, say that shit about the owner son, <laughs> the so team team owner son. Yeah, yeah. He's not going to say that. Thing. So after uh, the crash, also I think he was on the radio telling that I left it too late. I mean, he was kind of very close to the car, dangerously close, I would say. He should have made a move like half a second ago. But yeah, I thought he left it too late. He made the move too late, and that was not certainly under braking. That was somewhere in the middle, middle or three fourth to the um, end of the DRS zone. Yeah. Are people blaming Stroll completely for this? Everybody is blaming Stroll completely for this. So, uh, when I was watching the race, I thought to uh, text in our group saying Stroll, what an idiot! But I, when I watched the replay, I felt like okay, this might not be completely Stroll's fault because Alonso left it, uh, left it too late to uh, make a move, and Stroll was just. defending trying to defend the inside line he could have again the same thing stroll could have gone uh, a second or half a second ago to the left and made way for alonso or defended the uh, inside line but neither of the drivers did that that's what i'm saying it's mistake on uh, both of them okay i mean i just unless and until i have a very strong opinion on whose fault it is i just go by what the majority is saying <laughs> you watch the replay watch the replay once I think I I am making some. That's what I felt. I I am. I think I am making sense here. You always make sense. That's why I do. I don't talk about uh, collisions at all unless I am like one hundred percent sure what has happened. But um, everybody that I've listened to talk about this is blaming Stroll for the incident. Hmm. Okay. And I think Stroll, uh, in the media. uh or he, on the radio he said that fernando should have moved to the left like he should have gone more to the left because he moved to the left so i i don't know i'm not going to make any controversial uh, i'm not going to give my take on this i'm scared okay i i am just checking up the highlights should i share my screen <laughs> No, I trust you one hundred percent. I don't have a problem with it. But no, yeah, no, no, no. I, I, I want you to. I want you to uh, speak about it. Okay. I okay. Not sure. I okay. am not hundred percent. Is my screen visible? Yes, it is. Okay. This okay, is so pretty he's... awkwardly close. Yeah, he is this close. Is he close. should. He should move. Too... This is too close, right? This is too close. This is the point where Alonso should have moved to either side to make his move, or and like even the before that. And where is breaking the breaking zone? You can't even see the board. Breaking is too far away. Okay. 
too far right so yeah he still go he he goes this closer and he yeah. has the drs he still yeah. goes this closer and yeah. uh at now this he's moment, moving stroll, to the left now he's moving to the left you yeah. can't uh, stroll can't see alonso in the mirrors hmm. now stroll is trying to defend the inside line thinking alonso was kind of uh, somewhat back to him so you're saying right? it's the mirrors fault <laughs> i'm not saying the mirrors fault <laughs> No, but okay, like, see. but like the mirrors should, like it should be visible. Like so, either if if Fernando is not visible in his mirrors, it is the mirrors' fault. If he is visible in the mirrors and Stroll did not see, it's Stroll's fault. Okay, play it, play, play. I want to see what happens. Yeah. Now he, now I think Stroll saw Alonso, but it was too late. He started turning left. Yeah. Right, and the contact happens. That was a pretty nasty crash. Yeah, very reminiscent of uh, Mark Webber and Valencia, like Ma- that. <laughs> Mark Webber Valencia yes uh, yeah even uh, i think ralph schumacher had a crash in australia where he got airborne right like this ralph schumacher in australia australia, australia? no yeah. no no that was uh, fernando oh okay ralph schumacher i don't remember that yeah i have seen it's one of like the if you see like a nasty crash compilation of f1 is one of those videos alonso had a airborne crash in but like, australia 2017 but like okay yeah but like <sighs> Uh so I will see it this is, it's it is the it mirror's fault it is just my fault. opinion it is just the my mirror's opinion. fault then. it is the mirror's fault and apparently the FIA has said the the cars next year are going to have bigger mirrors did you hear that the yeah, cars yeah, are going yeah. to have bigger mirrors but but people should use them use your mirrors <laughs> when you're driving a car if <laughs> if if it's on an F1 track or if it's on a road use your mirrors okay Okay so i mean people were blaming uh, stroll a lot so now it is time for um uh, the our favorite segment which is the fia rant so of course alonso has this very nasty crash with stroll stroll of course dnfs right stroll dnf and um, stroll alonso DNF, yeah. alonso mm-hmm. drives back to the pits um, what a driver man i'm still i'm getting to, 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 literally literally baku 2017 vibes baku 2017 vibes Okay, Hani Baja. I don't have a problem with Fernando Alonso as a driver. I will be the first to say we are never going to see a driver like Fernando Alonso in ages because he is somebody exceptionally phenomenal. But that does not change the fact that he's still a salty, salty bit. That does not change the fact he's a phenomenal driver. I'm not denying his driving capabilities at all. But he's still a salty bit. But, I okay. know that doesn't change the fact, but I am okay with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, it's 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 part of what his personality is. But for me, a forty-one-year-old yeah. man crying about <laughs> shit that happened a decade, a decade and a half ago, it just does not look good. I can understand twenty-year-old scribbing about uh, shit that happened, but like he's forty-one, around so move on. It's okay. Shit has happened. It's not going to change. Okay. Yeah. but what a what a legend man i mean he's a legend any, yeah, yeah, any yeah. other driver except uh, uh, lewis or uh, sebastian or yeah. someone of the driver that in that league that yeah. league except for those drivers any other driver would have safely parked the car and yeah. they would have got out it is yeah. these kind of situations and you know that there's a great saying and like you know it's going i mean the, when the going gets tough and the stuff gets tough gets going yeah 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 and like exactly. with with a crash like that he goes to the pits gets his new set of tires whatever and then he still ends up p7 dude he P still ends seven. up p7 and he he kind of see they're uh, having uh, the crash like that 
coming on to the race track racing again with full uh, concentration and overtaking in the same way i think last four to five laps i guess he overtook someone uh, in the drs zone mm. similar overtake so you get a flashback in your mind right you'll be scared for one moment when you yeah i think and i think that, that is the that is the reason people are blaming lance stroll because they are like oh but he did the overtake on somebody else that did not end up in a crash that's why people are like oh it was lance stroll's fault i don't know mm, maybe but I, my opinion but but i explained right did i make yeah. sense yes yeah. yes yes you did but i would still say it's the mirror's fault like a car <laughs> should be visible like i think if if the car was visible in his mirrors and lance stroll saw his mirrors he would not have turned left he would have turned right who wants to uh, have a crash in formula 1 and especially lance stroll like he he was in such a good position so yeah, yeah, yeah. so i i think either he the mirror is too small for him to see fernando alonso or he did not use his mirror if he did not use his mirror it is his fault if the if the car is not visible in the mirror then it's the mirror's fault but we are going yeah. to have bigger yeah. mirrors next year so maybe maybe okay okay hang in everybody another fie rant coming in so alonso has this crash of course his mirror is fucked up um i'm assuming the right mirror because that's that that's the side that made contact the fie does not say anything this crash happened in what lap uh, 20ish something around that i think so right it's a 56 lap race so for some 30 odd laps the fie is like watching brad pitt or uh, watching max verstappen after, or watching sebastian vettel drive i mean that vettel drive was awesome Dude, whatever all the veterans the all the veterans all the veterans like, drove oh my god lewis had a good a drive yeah there is yeah, a yeah, yeah yeah these people are what they are Um, above all the drivers yes and um, the fia is like okay no problem pull drive fernando go go do your thing and <laughs> fernando fernando does ends up p7 and gunther steiner is obviously watching the entire race because he's a good team principal and he's like wait a minute that should be a meatball flag yeah. you did not give it to perez and now you're not even giving it to alonso what the hell he yes, yes, jump yes. on kevin magnussen's throat every single second that he has anything loose in his car so has it was, of course launch a protest it was 100% justified and fair to be honest uh, from Haas the point that of view of gunther steiner yes yes, yes. Yeah, 100%. yeah, yeah. 100%. So Haas make a protest and the FIA is like, oh, damn, shoot, we missed it. Okay, Fernando, you have a 30 second penalty for 30, something that we did not do. Something else. Stop. 30 seconds stop and go or something else, right? 10 seconds stop and go, which is a uh, 30 second penalty. 30 second. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Uh, Now, no. a penalty makes sense if... Fernando Alonso got a meatball flag and did not come into the pits to fix his car. Yeah, yes, yes. That's yes. when a penalty makes sense. You did not give out the flag. You do not at any point of time after that crash tell Fernando Alonso that hey, that mirror is a safety hazard, so you need to come into the pit and fix that. 
you don't tell that to Fernando at any point of time or even Alpine. And then you're like, oh, you were driving with that mirror. Uh, we'll have to penalize you. Like what? What? Why does it have to take Gunther Steiner and Haas launching a protest to tell FIA that this is something that they should have done if it was a safety concern? And it was a safety concern. Yeah. It was. Let's let's it be was. honest. Like, we are not saying that it wasn't. It was a safety concern. So was Checo's end plate, by the way. But we've already spoken about it. But yeah, it was a safety concern. Why not? Why not give that flag? And if you if you are the one who has who has failed to give that flag? Why are you penalizing Fernando Alonso? And the best part, you haven't told the best part yet. They have taken back the penalty. They have taken back the penalty because Alpine protested. And the protest was not that the Haas protest is wrong. The protest was that, uh, sorry, uh, Alpine's appeal was that Haas launched the protest 20 minutes after race end and I think you you have to do it within 15 minutes or something like that. So the Haas protest has been made null and void because it was outside of the time limit. Not because it did not have any merit, because it did. Because from Gunther's <laughs> and Haas's point of view, that was a legit fucking protest to make. But because they were like five minutes late, that's why... The protest is null and void. But FA can give out the penalties even after one hour or two hours of after the race also, right? Yeah, apparently they can change the result uh, of a race after a week has passed or at least mm. five days have passed. So convenient. So convenient, right? So convenient. You so know, FIA, FIA should uh, change their name to Formula One Inconsistent Agency. Yeah, I think I think they are. They are. Inconsistent? No. I, I, I think they are incompetent. They don't know their own rule book. Better word. They don't. Yes. They don't know their own rule book. I have their rule book. If I literally dedicatedly give six hours of my time and read that rule book thoroughly, I'm going to do a better job than the FIA steward. I'm telling you. Yep. I can Agreed. do it. Take Katie from WTF1 and make her the race steward. She knows the rule book much better than these guys. Start a petition. Start a petition, guys. Take three fans from the grandstands and they will still give better decisions than the FIA stewards. Like, what are you doing, FIA? Like, every how is it that every single race weekend, if there is less to talk about what is happening on the track and more to talk about what is happening in that race control room? Yeah. Because nothing is happening. I don't know what race they are watching. I think they were just trying to get the plot of that uh, uh, Formula One movie that Brad Pitt is going to make. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Also giving me to Netflix. Yeah, I, I, I don't know what this season of Drive to Survive is going to be but I'm already ready to be pissed at it because there, there are some things that I can already see happening. I I am not watching this uh, this season. No, no, of course. We are going to and we are going to do a season review like we did last year. Of course we are going to do it. We'll bully you into watching it. You have to watch oh, it. Oh, no. <laughs> yes, we will do After- it. See, see, last season only, with a great difficulty, I completed the season. I was not sure, even before the season released also, how they are going to categorize and how they are going to put all the action and all the drama that happened in 2021 season into 10 not. episodes. They did not. And I watched it with great difficulty and I, I was mean, McLaren had 
McLaren had two episodes. What happened with McLaren with the exception of Danny Rick winning Monza? What happened with McLaren? Nothing happened, but they still got two episodes. So we had a Nikita Mazepin redemption arc in a season that was so damn close. We had a Nikita Mazepin <laughs> redemption arc. So of I course they're the going clouds. to fuck it up. Yes. I finished P17. <laughs> so I am I am very, very excited to roast the shit out of Drive to Survive Season 5. Nah. Okay, FIA... for roasting purpose, I, I can see that. But of course. For actual con- content wise, no. No, no, no. But like FIA, we can we just can we stop having controversy? Like I get it. Again, I think the FIA this year also has decided that they should be the one to provide the drama in this, you know, mm. because because the season has been, I think it's been it's been dramatic enough. But of course, when when your last season was twenty twenty one, anything is going to feel pale in comparison because twenty twenty one was like an it wasn't a rule, you know, it was the exception. Twenty twenty one was an exceptional season. Like it's not you usually don't have that close a championship battle. Yeah. We've not had, I think, 2012 was the last one and maybe 2016 also because I think Nico Hulkenberg, Nico Rosberg, the the Monaco YouTuber who who beat Lewis Hamilton in in Equal Machinery, (laughs) (laughs) won won the championship (laughs) in the last race. So (laughs) Monaco YouTuber. (laughs) I mean, he is Monaco-based YouTuber. So, but yeah. (laughs) Oh, no. But yeah. (laughs) <laughs> I think Nico should start a meme page. Yeah, he 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 is such a big meme. He should he should <laughs> even like Nico Hulk Nico Rosberg. Oh my god, why am I confusing it with Hulkenberg? Hulk is so awesome. But yeah, uh Nico Rosberg, I will just say this, another salty bit. I used to like Nico a lot, but I have kind of changed my stance on him. A little bit. He he's also a little bit of a of a salty bit. Uh, I would put the blame on Hamilton in this matter because it was a it was Hamilton who started it first. Okay, but again, yeah. I will say similar. It's been six years. You beat him. You decided to hang your gloves, and you were like, "Okay, Tata, bye bye. I have beaten <laughs> Lewis Hamilton in equal machinery, and I'm going." Okay, cool. You decided it, right? Nobody forced you to move out. And if they forced you to go so then rat them out. Have the balls either way. Like just just stand by that decision and stop being so salty. I'm going to you defend know, Lewis mo- Hamilton to the <laughs> I will die on this hill. The the more championships uh, Lewis gets, the more uh, you know salty great Nico looks. <laughs> no, no, no. The more great Nico looks great. Yeah, I mean, yeah, I, I, I see that. Also, yeah. Nico, he is salty because uh, him and Schumacher were the initial two drivers for Mercedes into uh, 2012. Yeah. Uh, and I think with their inputs, they have uh, nailed the turbo hybrid first season. Yeah. And but I think Nico ha- also said, Nico has also said in interviews that even when him and Schumacher were in that team, nobody used to give any. Uh, nobody used to pay much attention to what Nico had to say. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so all of a sudden Nico in 2014, a, Nico has not had a good run with multiple world champions. I'll just leave it at that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh no. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah. So, <laughs> FIA, fuck off. Like, literally. Sebastian Vettel, 
ఫ్లాస్ all throughout the year blah 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 everything cool okay you are one person that it's a team you know it's bound to happen people can make mistakes just just calm the fuck down you won the championship it's fine no no no, no. so i don't agree with this one so it is the champions mentality that this is the champions mentality actually so they don't care whatever race it is they don't they won't be humble on the race track no matter what okay. no i get we, it but we, like we, see i'll tell you an example so 2019 louis mm. uh, he was racing in brazil right mm. there was absolutely no uh, need to go on to alban like that inside mm. but he went in why because it's it's the champions mentality they want to win if they are on the track they want to win the race they don't want to sacrifice for anything else they want don't want to settle for p2 or p3 or p4 anything else they want the best to happen to them that's what so what can i say it's basically you know these things make you champion these things may uh, separate you from the but it's also yeah. it's also a team that has broken the cost cap for you and everything like just just cut them a little bit of slack this is one <laughs> race one race when they fuck up don't don't blow off you you i mean max has done that every single time you know in singapore he has done that in australia he has done that in bahrain he has done that um where else in uh, even usgp he did that like just give just let them fuck up one race and don't and say anything that's all i max is a cocky driver dude so can it is expected <laughs> of him yeah yeah and and the the most amazing part is he still loved in the toxic relationship so <laughs> yeah so who are we to blame 26 second pit stop and still wins the race by by 5 seconds yeah yeah okay so um Of course let's talk let's, about let's, the Vettel duel with the Magnussen with Magnussen on the last lap for P9 P8 yeah, P8 oh my god man i was so scared because i'm like you're battling magnussen but i'm glad he did not do magnussen things but like man back to back races we have seen vettel fighting it to the line 
Just goes yes, to yes, yes. show. So <sighs> F1 released a video. Did you see that? No. What video? Uh, they posted a video of complete uh, last lap uh, of Vettel chasing Magnussen. Oh, that thing that and... they, that they did not show uh, during the live race. Yes, 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 yes. And <laughs> dude, I have to say, in the sector three, uh, hmm. I think Sebastian's car was uncontrollable. There were so many steering uh, corrections. The car was not at all coming together. and he had to correct the uh, overstay sometimes understay sometimes that car was not consistent even the drs zone also he's, he was he's holding it tight together it was so amazing to see him uh, struggle so much and still uh, getting over the line uh, in front of magnussen so amazing that lap you, you watch the onboard of vettel that lap and you'll be amazed to see i mean vettel the is car was vibrating as hell car was vibrating as hell you can see the steering how it was high, uh, vibrating i remember uh, i remembered the uh, 2012 ferrari i guess mm. fernando fernando had a uh, massive vibrations in that race uh, in barcelona i guess yeah heavy the one heavy that vibrations won, right no 2012 I, yeah, no 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 2012 Bar- Barcelona was Lord Maldonado. Maldonado. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. So it just reminded me, and this is I. Uh... these are different level drivers to all yeah, together man. they are in different league yep. they don't deserve to be in shittier teams we don't deserve to see them like it's oh my god oh metal don't retire that is the only thing i can say like everything dude the press conferences would be so sad now like metal Lu- mm. uh, is leaving daniel is leaving like why why is this season becoming so depressing like my depression has nothing to do with the fact that mercedes is not fighting for the championship what is this season uh it's only like every single race that i watch vettel do these amazing things i am happy to see him in his element but then there's also this bitter thought that there are only a couple of races left of seeing this battle magic you know yeah, what yeah. you can do with a car like that and what pains me like for the usgp what pains me the most is had they nailed that pit stop vettel would have finished in top 5 at least yes at yes at least yes. 100% and it's just it's so heartbreaking like uh, is the aston improving or is it just the track good on his track uh i i i don't know but i i think that it's it's aston improving they they are i i think they are because because it's been like that for the last couple of races you know when, when you know in the start of the season we would see um vettel uh, and even lance stroll getting out of q1 and q2 but like in, in in the second half of the season i think we've seen more q3 appearances by aston by either drivers so i i think they are improving and i think that this improvement thing is being hampered a little bit by the cost cap thing i i also think that because again aston martin is not a team that is lacking for money you know they have good sponsors and everything and lawrence stroll is fucking loaded so yeah. i don't think they have problems like uh, haas and williams and alfa romeo so uh, i think it could be because of the cost cap i think it could also be because they also wanted to understand their car maybe they took the mercedes approach to understand what what is wrong with the car and then these then they started working on the upgrades 
but I, I think that it is improving. And then again, the track element is there. Like throughout the season, all the drivers, all the teams have said that it's it's very difficult to judge what the car is going to be on a particular track. And even similar, like even with Mexico uh, this weekend, um, it's similar because the the track is on a on a decent enough elevation, right? So if we remember Austria, that was the problem. That was a bit of a problematic track for Red Bull because of that elevation. Because low, you have lower levels of air there. So all these cars that are draggy, namely Mercedes and Ferrari, they are much more closer to Red Bull then. So of course, track element and all these things are also there, which I think I think this regulation has done a good job of making the race uh, interesting that way. The separate thing that Red Bull is so dominant that they are winning every single race. But yeah, it's it's interesting to see uh, what car is going to do what at a particular track. Yeah, yeah. So, yeah. Can we can we talk about uh, uh, now, uh, you know, Max Verstappen's pit stop and of course him chasing Charles and then eventually Lewis and then winning the race. So, yeah. that battle with Charles, I battle have cursed Charles, yes. Ferrari so much because <laughs> had Ferrari pulled its shit together, we could have had this sort of a battle every other race weekend. At yes, least. Yes, yes. At least. That battle was so good. Like, Charles was so... There are no words. Those last couple of laps, I was... I was just jumping like that. Uh, it was... Ferrari, what have you done? Like, it. every single race, like, even in the second half, I think I've seen Ferrari do better strategy calls and everything. It just makes me so mad at them because I'm like, this is the first half you should have had. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah. had they had this first half, we would still be uh, in a good championship battle. If this was the first half that Ferrari had, what they're having in the second half of the season. So I, I just hope that you know Ferrari gets uh, takes away proper lessons from this and fundamentally changes whatever led to the first half disaster for them and next year at least we can have a a, a good championship battle with maybe mercedes also joining but at least like even red bull and ferrari like i don't have a problem and i am i am all for uh, max versus charles battle every single race because i think that is such good racing such good racing yep 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 i feel like I'm i don't want to talk now. about ferrari i don't want to talk about <laughs> ferrari yeah okay, okay. I, I am dodging the discussion silently <laughs> yeah i was just going to say i feel like i'm the only one talking <laughs> okay i don't want to talk about ferrari anymore Okay, do you want to talk about Max versus Lewis? Max versus Lewis, yeah. Uh, after like how many? Eight months or so? Ten months yeah, or so? Ten months. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we got the flashes of uh, 2021 season again. And we got to hear it's hammer time. It's hammer time. Yes. But yes. so early in the race though. But uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. good to hear that after so yeah. many months. Yep, 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 yep. But again, like... Uh... There's a reason why these people are great, you know, Max, mm. Lewis, Seb, Alonso. Like, this is such good battles. Like, uh. okay, wait, I wouldn't put, I wouldn't put Max in these league of drivers yet. I need no, to see no. him for two, three more seasons. Not yet, but like, I will just say that Max has been on that consistency path of these champions, yeah. you know. You know he I, is he, on that path. He has the potential to be in this league. That's yeah, what I wanted yeah, to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
absolutely absolutely and yeah just 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 keep giving us this like just you know i said it in the start of the episode like if every us race is like that i don't mind having the entire season in the us but like big good tracks <laughs> yes 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 this is amazing don't give us this, miami this, this year quota was good nice miami sucks <laughs> don't give uh, us miami <laughs> Yeah. Oh my god, next year is Las Vegas also. Oh. Miami, I think we should give another chance. Oh yeah, I'm Just one I'm, more chance. I am all for it. I I mean, I think we discussed it during our Miami review as well. Yes, uh, yes, yes, yes. But yes. yeah, so I I am all for it, but I I still think as long as they are fixing that tech pro barrier and moving the DRS uh, uh DRS zone a little bit further back so that you have yes. drs on that entire street if they do those things i am all up for giving miami another chance i am yeah, all yeah. up for it but like if you know because the, these things became very apparent that these were the things that can be uh, changed to improve racing uh, and make it also safer if those things are not even acted upon then it's going to be a similar race mm. yes you know like it's just it is going to be like that so yeah as long as you you're learning your lessons and taking actions to improve on those things of course things are going to improve but that is not the fia's way of functioning yeah, that yeah. is why vote me as your fia president and i will <laughs> improve shit <laughs> i i love the miami corners in the last section last uh... two three corners after the drs zone after you have a left hander yeah. after the drs you have a left hander and the last section of corners when you get on to the pit straight mm. so amazing remind uh, similar corners would be like maggots and buckets in uh, silverstone and uh, i think japan japan sector 1 mm. and i like these kind of corners more the car just flows you know like a snake yeah love the love those corners what do we have on plate more let's come to a better championship battle which is uh, which is our <laughs> prediction league <laughs> kramer predicted max checo george fastest lap to max so he gets two points for max then he says george finishes above hamilton which did not happen bottas above zo let me check if did, did that happen oh bottas dnf so that did not happen and no aston martin q3 so that also did not happen because not we happen. had lance stroll in q3 so kramer gets two points okay hold on let me also give out so kramer has a total of 52 points chakuni predicted lewis Charles Checo none of that happened fastest lap to Checo that also did not happen max dnf danny in points george in top 5 eh hey, none of that happened no no no, no george in top 5 george in top 5 yeah. yeah yeah he finished fifth so shakuni gets one point so you predicted max lewis alonso so four points damn max lewis alonso man that would have been a crazy podium and that could have happened yeah. if that crash hadn't happened so yes, four yes, points yes. right there is that fastest lap to max that did not happen said an at least one aston martin into q2 so one point there both ferraris top 10 in the race oh carlos signs the pain the pain now now And... tell me shakuni shakuni <laughs> please tell me now <laughs> yeah shakuni said ferrari in top 10 is a very basic ass prediction <laughs> which it is <laughs> Ferrari still disappoints me. Oh, no. 
and then uh, you said uh, Ricardo finished better than Lando in the race. Oh man, can we just talk about Danny Danny Rick for a second? Can just Danny Rick was, just don't drive, just don't drive he now. Was, he was nowhere to be seen in the race. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was fighting Latifi, dude. Like it's... they didn't cover him only, dude. I didn't see his car in, uh, in the entire race. Yeah, it's just sad. Oh, okay, I said Lewis, George, Max. So none of that happened. But I said fastest lap to George. George got the fastest lap. Um, I also said Danny Rick above Lando in race. I said Vettel in points, and I said only one Alpine in Q three, which also happened. So. Hey, hold on, let me just check. I think, yeah, Fernando Alonso started in top 10, right? Yeah, he started ninth. No, he's, okay. Yeah, yeah, he started ninth. So, one Alpine. In... He started 14th, right? No, started ninth. Okay, uh, okay, I'm looking at qualifying grid. Yeah, he started 14th. But I said, I said he would get into, uh, only one Alpine would get into Q3, which did okay, happen. Okay. Then he had should, his penalties. Yes, yes. Yeah, yes. yeah, then he had his penalties. So, I get four points. No, I get three points. Yeah, I get three points. So, three points for me. All right. So, Honey Badger leads the prediction league with two points. A total of 56. Second is me with 54. Kramer is third with 52. And Shakoni is fourth with 49 points. At least somewhere Ferrari is leading. Yes. Yes. Not for long. Let's see what happens this weekend. Uh... <laughs> Next, next race DNF. <laughs> oh man, I wish Lewis wins in Brazil. Like, just I want Lewis to win in Brazil. That's that's all I want. Yeah. Okay. So thoughts on Mexico? What are thoughts we thinking? On Mexico. Would it Mexico? be amazing if Perez wins Mexico? I mean, I want Checo to win because can you imagine? Like, if you remember the celebration his dad did when he was P three. Last time. Yes. <laughs> yeah. P two. P two. P two. P3. He was P3. I think he's P2. No, no, no. It was Max, Lewis and Checo. Oh, okay, okay, okay. But if you can, if he finishes, like, if he celebrates like that, can you imagine? The crowd also did. I mean. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, of course, he's the home hero, right? So, yeah. Yes, yes, yes. So, yeah, I, I want Checo to win the race on merit. I mean, I don't, I don't want the team order bullshit or like Max giving him the race win. I think he can. Mm. Mm, let, let's see. So I think ESP and F1 posted uh, uh, a thing on their Twitter handle and I think also on their Instagram saying how everybody wants the last three races to finish. So they said Mexico, Checo should win, Brazil, Luis should win, and Abu Dhabi. Vettel should win. Vettel should Nice. There better be massive fucking donuts for Vettel's retirement in Abu Dhabi. Dude, I, I think every driver should do donuts for Vettel. Every single fucking driver. Then, but like, I mean, I don't know. How good is Mick with donuts? Because I don't want an incident to happen there while everybody's <laughs> donating. But yeah, like, like maybe not the rookies. Yeah. Maybe like, uh, like we so... Want... Like even the even the no, young no, no. ones, you know, like so Yuki and I mean it's Mick, Mick and Seb. Like, oh, oh no, no, so no. maybe they they should recreate the twenty eighteen. Uh, uh, Fernando Alonso, yeah, straight. Alonso, Luis, and uh, Sebastian. Sebastian, yeah. They should recreate that. Yes, absolutely. Dude, that that, that, that pick is so poetic and so. 
uh, yeah. pleasing to watch to the eye. Yeah. The cars are, maybe, you know, maybe the Danny Rick also. Maybe Danny Rick also. They're good friends. They were teammates yeah. also. Maybe Danny Rick also in that. Oh, man, I can't believe Vettel is retiring. I'm I'm so sad about that. But yeah, okay. Um, so Mexico, how do you how do you think the Mercedes is going to do? And even Ferrari Toto for that matter. Toto himself is not sure. Yeah, Toto himself is not sure. But like they've done this, they've done this this season also. And I mean, it's it's a new form of sandbagging by Mercedes. But they always say, "Oh, we're not sure how our car is going to do," and then we are like, "Oh my God, Lewis is going to battle for the win." Like it's mm. it's happened in Zandvoort. I think it it's happened in Spain where he fucking he went from last to. what he finished fourth or fifth yeah 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 louis so yeah it's a it's, it's a different kind of uh, that uh, quintessential mercedes sandbagging that is happening so i mean <laughs> i don't know but I, i i mean of course we i i don't know if you've seen the practice i, I saw fp1 and half of fp2 fp2 was spirally tire test and uh, Yeah, yeah, it's not. It's it's looking okay. I think I think Lewis can do. Lewis can do something. But I I didn't follow the. I didn't watch the FP one FP two. But I know the incidents what happened. Uh, the amazing Carlos Sainz radio. <laughs> debris. <laughs> debris and uh, what else happened? Uh, uh, I think. There are a lot I think of rookies. Alpha Tauri's car was blown away. I think. I mean Liam Lawson the brakes Liam yeah. Liam Lawson here yeah. Liam Lawson and, and uh, that thing Charles crashed Charles crashed uh also Major I think damage. Uh, Pietro Fittipaldi's has also stopped that also happened mm. yeah basically yeah. a lot of rookies uh, spun a lot of lot of problems for the for the mandatory rookie drivers that were driving this weekend so yeah, yeah. May- yeah. maybe not the best track to give them the car at maybe i don't know but yeah um yeah should be interesting but what do you think of the track like uh, how good is it for overtaking because i don't remember much fun from uh, last year i think the uh, the one thing that i remember was red bull strategy being very much on point i think they did an extra pit stop for max to that enabled him to uh, get the win that was i when... didn't watch the last time's race what last year's mexico gp You didn't watch it? No, 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 okay. no, no. I missed the race. Okay, okay. I saw so, qualifying. Uh, I think Mercedes was one two. Hmm. Mercedes started one two. Could be. I mean, I I don't remember that. But like, the only thing I remember from uh that uh race was that Red Bull strategy was super on point. Yeah. So Valtteri started on pole, and then it was Lewis, and then Max, and then Perez. Uh, yeah. I remember watching qualifying, but not the race. So, but Mexico is. Good, good. I mean, the pit straight is too long. Uh, there'll be yeah. too much of action going into turn one, even at even at the race start also. And you have a long as DRS after the turn three or four, maybe. Hmm. It's pretty good for overtaking. The only section where overtaking is not possible is with sector two, I guess. It's kind of congested, congested. Uh, hmm. tight couple of corners there. Okay. Uh, but I think in in sector three also there there are like uh three or four fast flowing corners in the last uh, uh grandstand that corner. That flowy uh back to back things that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before right? the grandstand corner, there will be yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. there there is a flowing section. Yeah. Yeah, and 
the grandstand corners also they are pretty much overtaking points only because uh, you'll have a if you have a better exit at the last corner you'll be having a massive advantage over the pit straight so yeah, it's okay for overtaking yeah and i mean with with these new red cars of course it's easier to follow and this and that so i, I think it yes, should yes, be yes. an eventful enough race i don't yes, think yes, we'll, yes. we are doing a watch along i'm going to be enjoying a glass of wine with my race this weekend when is the race 12:30 I think so. Let me just see. So for us, it is one thirty. Oh my God, one thirty. <sighs> Brazil should be early, I guess. Yeah, Brazil, Brazil is early. will be early. Yeah, okay. yeah, yeah. Brazil is early. Brazil hmm. should be fine for us. Brazil, I think is eleven thirty. Yeah, but Brazil again, yeah. sprint weekend. So qualifying is Friday. Sprint week. Yeah, I yeah, almost yeah, forgot. Yeah. I was I was looking at the time and then I was like, wait, something is wrong because I was under the race. I am so used to seeing the qualifying time and then I was like, sprint? What? We still have a sprint left, but yes, we do have a sprint left. So yeah, should be fun. Sprint is very late actually. It's one o'clock. So that is sad. Hmm. But on a Friday, that's fine. No, sprint is on a Saturday. It should be fine too. Yeah. Um. So yeah, and then we, uh, the last one is uh, of course Abu Dhabi. That is, oh man, I'm I'm going to be traumatized going to uh, the Abu Dhabi weekend. It's just I'm too I'm still too angry. But okay, before I get into another rant, <laughs> <laughs> thank you, <laughs> thank you for joining. Thank you for joining and thank you everybody for listening to this episode. If you have any feedback for us or if you um want us to cover anything or if you like if or if you want to be part of the podcast write to us at over the curve podcast at the rate gmail.com also follow us on our socials on instagram and twitter don't post anything there but just follow us if whenever we do decide to post something that is where we'll post we are also on youtube you can listen to this podcast on spotify amazon apple wherever google podcast also i think so yeah and uh, I think watch alongs are not happening for a while until this super late ass thing goes away. So maybe last watch along we'll do is Abu Dhabi. Abu Dhabi, yeah. Yeah. So yeah, that's it. That's it. We are done. I'm so tired after all my rants. I think I'm going to take another <laughs> nap. <laughs> all right. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye, everyone.